This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Manners maketh man. Do you know what that means? I'm the Homelander. Mm-hmm. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. So many feelings flying around anyways. This is Sparta! Do you not hear the crazy? Aloha! Aloha, and what is up, everybody? After a week off, we are back a week sooner than I thought we would be. Now you made me look like a fool, Fred. What's happening? Nothing. I'm I'm not here to make anyone look like a fool. Um, but see, I said I was going to drop a Marking Out comic on Sunday because you were on a sabbatical enjoying the pool and the sun, and and then you're back, man. Yeah, you're back with a vengeance. And be <laughs> dunking on away. all these Twitter trolls. Uh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm not even using. You can't find me at Real Comics because I don't go there. So, yeah, that's a whole other story. So you're at Fake Comics. <laughs> I'm at Fake Comics. Okay. I'm at. I don't read comics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm at. It's a nice place. I was gonna say I'm at. Pi- I pirate comics, but that we all know that's <laughs> fake news. Ooh, did you see what I did there? Ooh, a lot of fake a lot of fake but wrestling's not fake wrestling is real people yeah, are fake definitely Especially real if pirates. you like that ricky stark's back <laughs> oh, lord and they, they kind of were insinuating that they had to pull a little piece out of there they're like oh we got one did you hear that on the video yeah i can yeah. i feel a bump and i'm thinking what is that like a little like the point broke off the um the the push part of the, the thumbtack I'm thinking and they have to dig that out of his I, back. I, oh I think that was a work. <laughs> oh, you think so? I don't know, man. His back looked pretty messed up. It, did. it, looked, like, it looked like he uh he was messing around with Freddy Cougar. <laughs> Cause that's worse than a regular like falling on the ring. I mean that's a hard board to the back, man. <laughs> I mean no offense to Ricky, but maybe he shouldn't have knocked out <laughs> Knocked him out the one time because he was out cold. So that was a legit receipt, you think? I think think he was a little stiff on that one. I think that's what they call it. We need to quit using lingo over here because all the comic book fans are, what the fuck are they talking? They take a week off and they're talking Chinese over here. What what are they saying? It's it's cool. It's it's cool. So what did you watch this week or on your whole long break? Um, Anything good? I watched a lot of Muncho wrestling. Um, Oh. You know GCW. I've got. I've gained a lot of respect for um, Joey Janela and his friends. Um, there are some really good athletes there. Uh, also, I've watched uh, movie Extraction. I've watched. Um, I'm watching What's Extraction. Extraction is based on a comic book. I forgot what what it's called, but it's um, Chris Hemsworth is in it. He's the lead actor, mm. and he's basically like a. Um, he comes and gets a kid that's uh from a drug dealer a drug dealer's son is taken away and they're in india and he has to extract him from this place and there's a lot of violent a lot of john wick stuff happening so is he like military is he like uh he's like cia in a way i would say like a mercenary and he does um he just you know he lost a child er early and he's kind of like He's got like a death wish for himself, um, so he's not afraid to put himself in dangerous situations because of his child dying. Um, Is it any good? Yeah, it's really good. It's on. It's a Netflix re- original. 
I definitely like I watched it last night and it was really good. And there was in okay, I don't want to get canceled, but there's some like teenager kids and stuff that think they're hard and want to work for this Indian drug dealer. He's kind of like the um, what is it like uh, Pablo Escobar of India? Mm -hmm. And this kid, his name's Farad. He he tries to um, you know, he comes back with a vengeance and he tries to fight Hemsworth and Hemsworth like slaps these kids around and stuff and i was like yeah i'd punch a kid in their face no i wouldn't but i'm just <laughs> you know yeah. there's a moment like you know they're teenagers they think they can hang and stuff and they they got guns to his face so you know he does things like gently but it's just funny how he does it like and then when he's done he's like fucking kids <laughs> it, was, it was really good i definitely say i suggest it the cohen brothers didn't direct it but it definitely has a feel. If if you like Coen Brother films, this has a feel uh -huh. of a Coen Brother film. Wow. Well, I didn't watch this week. I watched the week before, but we didn't do a show. I finally watched Old Guard. Okay. I did like it a lot. Um, I felt it was well cast. Um, though I did not, I told you, I did not expect Charlize Theron to be the lead character. But I understand why. You need a name actress to lead the show. So you have to use her. And she's become a action star. When the hell did that happen? When did she become like this badass action star? But I don't she's, know. she's like become like in her mature. She matured and she became this badass action star. And she's real believable. And I just, the fights were great. It, mm -hmm. it stuck to the comic, the first half, just perfect. And then the second half, it deviated the right amount to keep me guessing. You know what I mean? To like yeah. be like, oh, maybe they're going to switch it up here. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a like that. that's a good movie. I think that's in like the top ten. Like they've already got enough viewers more than they expected. Wow. Yeah, but um, also on there, there's a there's a a series that I'm just diving into called Fear City about the mafia in the seventies and eighties. Hmm. So, you know, nice. um, you know, like the Colombo family and things like that. So I'm I'm down for that stuff. I'm a sucker for anything like that. So. That's about it. Besides, you know, baseball's back and basketball now. So, well, there's something you have to watch. Um, it came out this last Sunday. Is this Todd McFarlane um documentary on sci-fi? Look it up. I'm sure it's on your like. Hulu. You can find it. Yeah, some. Yeah, I bet you can find it on Hulu. I forgot you don't have cable, but yeah, it is outstanding. I told you I ended after watching that documentary. I wanted to make my own comic. I wanted to draw my own comic. I wanted to buy a hundred comics i wanted to read comics i was just it's like i took a shot of comic book adrenaline juice after watching that dude's he was he's outstanding i mean those guys that went and did image they were rock stars and he is the rock star of the rock stars mm -hmm. and man i just forgot how good his art is i forgot how much of a badass he was about breaking the rules and everyone be damned you can't do it that way why not I'm going to do it that way. Yeah. You know, and just all, and just, man, it made me think, why aren't we doing comics like that anymore? I mean, really pushing the boundaries in that sense. The way those guys at Image pushed the boundaries. I feel like everyone's playing it safe now. I think you would be, I think um, if the things were done then are done now, they'd be all canceled. Probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. You're probably right. But they just... They weren't afraid to do things that was different. And I'm not saying you have to do it like them. Right. But 
I don't know, more chances. That's, um, it just I mean, seems like there's yeah. not a lot of chances being taken anymore. There's a, no one likes to take chances anymore at anything. Like everyone wants yeah. to do like the same things. And I think like, you know, um, like there's, there's a famous like Wayne Gretzky, uh, quote that says you miss uh, a thousand shots you don't take or something like that he always said and um it's true i mean and wayne wasn't the greatest i mean he (laughs) is the great one but he's compared to the talent level but nowadays he's not like at that level but he took a lot of shots and that's the reason why he's called the great one (laughs) there you go it was a mindset yeah mindset joe montana wasn't a big dude man no yeah. No, he, he, no, I don't think he could even play in today's football. I don't, I don't yeah. think he was, you know, he was like just a straight up pocket passer and that those days are over with. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. And it's, you know, I just wish I get it. I got more of the feeling. I understood what we and I talked about, what Remender had said like a few weeks past. It feels like a lot of these guys are just writing a five issue comic to get a movie show or a TV show, you know, and no one's investing. Like I asked you, where is the next deadly class going to come from? Where is the next saga? The next walking dead. Who's going to like get out there and with the balls to make a series, not a series that they think is going to go five or 10 issues. I mean, a series that they're like going for 50, you know? Yeah. What's it? Saga is the, what the longest current running, right? Oh, well, besides Spawn, because they still... Yeah, Spawn <laughs> is still going. And so is Savage Dragon. Okay. Teenage Mutant... I don't know if Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has rebooted. I don't know how that stands number-wise, but the, the Ninja Turtles... But the characters are still out there. Um, uh-huh. Um, I don't know. The indies, that might be it. Um, but, you know, Black Hammer, not as far, but Black Hammer is one. Well, Kirkman, kind of like all his books kind of go far. Like Oblivion Song's pretty far right now, right? Yeah, I think um, Outcast is farther. Of course, Walking Dead and Invincible are done. Um, and then yeah. he has Die, Die, Die. What issues that at? Die, Die, Die is on 11, which I'm going to talk about today. So Okay. Yeah. I so think that, cool. like, that's going to go long. But, oh, Deadly Class is one of the longest. It's still going, yeah. so... Yeah, as I said, Diddly Class and Saga are two of the big, big ones. There's others. There's others. But those, I just, that big one that everybody reads. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but watch that. I'm telling you, look for it. You're going to love it. The And then the, they focus on the artwork. Um, you have other people in it. You have um, you have Jim Lee. You have um, Mark Silvestri. You know, some of the other guys that were great artists at that time and part of the whole image explosion. So. Yeah, they're cool. the one. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be doing indie comics. Nope, not like yeah. No. <laughs> right. Change the game, man. They change yeah. the game. Kirkman yeah. says that because Kirkman's on there. Kirkman made it okay to do what he did. He said he followed McFarland's. Um, Kirkman's in charge of Image currently, right? I believe so. He's one of the top guys, but he came in after those guys. He right. wasn't part of. He grew up reading those guys, right. and he. And he really took from them, like, hey, I can, if he can do his own thing, I can do my own thing. I can do a movie, too. I can make toys. I can do all these things that, you know, McFarland did. McFarland was like, I'm going to make video games and toys and cartoons, and I'm going to do it all. Yeah. yeah. So. He's like the Chris Jericho of comics. 
There you go. Chris <laughs> Jericho comics. I like it. And he likes baseball. So. Yeah, but what team? You know, I don't know. He lives in Arizona. Oh, boy. So who knows? He might be a D-back fan. A D-back fan? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, I don't like the Diamondbacks. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> Cause I live here. I've been I've been alive for a long time. They didn't exist when I started watching I baseball. You sound like here comes Andrew's gonna get on uh, Martin Ferretti's comfy couch in a second and tell us all his bad dealings in Arizona. Oh man, we don't have enough time. That's we don't have enough time. That's we should get on the comics. A happier, a happier topic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of a happier topic, um. Let's uh, get into the books that we read. Um, I have three books that I want to just talk about this week. And uh, one book I want to talk about comes from Scout Comics. And it is called It Eats What It Feeds It. It's written by Max Hoban, Aaron Crow, illustrator um, Gabriel Izumark. Uh, I'm probably not saying that right. Um and let's see and i think that's all they have here they just have editors after that uh this book right here starts off um i know a lot of people are talking about this book i know um dj from the bright side chat has talked about it uh issue two just came out this week but i'm gonna hit what issue one and how i felt reading this one um this book right here is pretty simple uh this kid is looking through a classified ads uh, he finds somebody is seeking like a young, agile handyman uh, to help out at a home. This home they get to, it's uh, enormous. Um, and then there's a single lady in there, and she's kind of cute and stuff. But the art is pretty simple. And this kid's like a um, high school kid getting ready to go into college. Uh, Are you sure th- this ain't a porno? <laughs> well, wait till I get to the end. <laughs> The, um, you know, and it's really dark and stuff, and it kind of makes you feel uneasy and creepy throughout it. But then the, you get to the last panel here, and she's tossing off her bra. Um, you don't you don't see anything. You see her legs, and you see her fishnet stockings. And all I could think of is the movie The Graduate. Um, ah. reading this, so I was like, "Hello, Mrs. Robinson." Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it was like. So, uh. I'm interested to read issue two. I thought this was an interesting book. It kept me guessing, but it, plus it plays on two things: fear, and you know when any horny dude thinks he's like <laughs> he's gonna get some. So it plays with both those mindsets, and I was kind of invested in that because he shows throughout huh. the book like he's excited about. He's like, "Oh, she digs me. She digs me and stuff." No, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's gonna eat you. That's why the title is "It Eats What It Kills." But I mean, uh, <laughs> she's like a black widow. Yeah, yeah, in a way. But um, here's the thing: like the art, it's a little um, how do you say? Like it's, I would compare it to the art style of like a Wando. Mm, it's okay. like it's like Wando art style in a way. And then the mm-hmm. the book doesn't have a lot of dialogue, so it's it's kind of it's a quick, easy read. Mm-hmm. But the you know the panels and the things that are set in between them, you're like, wait, what's gonna happen here? And then that last panel, and I'm like, oh snap, this is Mrs. Robinson right here. So I'm <laughs> like, but to another level because you know something bad's gonna yeah. happen. But um, yeah, that's that's one book I definitely suggest checking out. Um, it was a good read, and uh, DJ's right. I I suggest this book as well. 
Hmm, I've never heard of it. But I've never, I don't think I own any Scout comics, so. No. Is Ogre Scout? Yes. Or no, that okay. Ogre, Ogre is Source Point. So I see, so I don't own any. But so. I'll cover a Source Point book on this show, too. Ah, okay. So it makes me kind of feel like I'm in the indie groove. Yeah. yeah. Well, my first book, and let's get it out of the way because people are going to cancel me, but it is a dynamite book, and it's Sacred Six. Um, it's um, Christopher Priest. Jay Lee does do some art in it with his collaborator, um, oh, Jun Chung. Jun Chung is the colorist he always works with. And then um, there's also the, the bulk of the art is done by Gabrielle Ibera with um, Monahan is his colorist. Uh, we have letters by Will Willie Schubert, and so this is Sacred Six. Sacred Six, okay. Christopher Priest is is writing um, Vampirella right now, and they're about issue eleven on on Vampirella. And on Vampirella, we're having a spinoff. It these characters originated in Vampirella and they're spinning off to this but it's gonna have a like chastity you've heard of chastity right I was reading chastity recently no and I think I was okay well there's chastity there's all these new characters there's one that turns into a panther there's so there's there's these four women and the sacred part is has to do with the city of sacred in um Georgia near Atlanta so it's 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 set in Atlanta there's a lot of um mystical stuff there's vampires there's zombies um and because there's so many characters, there's a bunch of little stories. Like it's like really quick little stories, and they're all happening at the same time. Okay. And eventually, this group of of women are going to get together and be a team. And it's really well written. Like I said, Christopher Priest, who who I love, I love his Deathstroke is the best rebirth book of them all, without a doubt, hands down. Um, I love his writing. And then Jay Lee actually does interiors. He does five or six pages of interiors on this something he hasn't done in a very long time. He's predominantly been doing covers. And then this new artist, when you flip over to his stuff, is dark and scary and grimy and really hits the um, the horror aspect of this comic. And from an art standpoint, this is a beautiful book and it really sets a mode. Um, I love the writer. I'm a fan of the characters. This is one of the books that um, Geeky Goddess, that Stacy turned me on to. She was really high on this book. When I was reading Chastity, she's like... Wait till that book's coming out. She goes, she's going to be in it, and there's going to be a bunch of other characters. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And she's, she was 100% right. I, I think this is one of the best books I've read in a while. Um, if you're not reading The Vampirella either, I recommend it. Uh, I think Jared is the one who liked Christopher Priest as much as I do. Jump yeah. on it, man. Yeah. Um, good book. Yeah. I haven't... I, I didn't get that book, probably because it had those characters in it, because I remember... Um, one place in the order i think what you know you you pull up the number ones and stuff and i'm like what is this and i read it and i'm like oh okay well i don't read that book so there's no sense of yeah. reading this one but i did read last week and i forgot to mention it before we got on here the boys the second issue and you're right that um that thor character in that book was dirty <laughs> i can't believe uh, he was you. banging that big girl on the funeral <laughs> Well, like, yeah, I'm going to hit a book that's kind of like that book for my second book. We'll uh, see. Some, wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before you get there, um, let's. my next book will be called No Heroine, and it's a source point book. It's written by Frank Ogle, um, art by Chris Madd, colors by uh, Shauna Madd, 
letters by Sean Reinhardt. And um, I guess if you've never heard of Source Point Red uh, or Source Point Press, I'm sorry I messed that up. Uh, they're out of Michigan, so um, they're one of the first companies that left Diamond uh, during the whole Diamond thing before DC did. So I mean, oh, wow. got to represent the state of Michigan when I can. So um, and they do predominantly all horror books, but this book right here. Frank Gogo wrote a book called Dead End Kids, so I definitely want to check it out. And he um, actually contacted us in DMs, uh, wanting to do his book on air, but we're not very good with the interviews aspect, so we kind of uh, pushed that off to the side. But instead, <laughs> I did read his book, and we're going to talk about it. And um, this book right here, uh, No Heroin, is about drugs, vampires, punk rock, um, you know, nice. this girl, her name is uh, Kayla. She's uh, she's kind of like, uh, you could say, clawing her way to um, make it 90 days sober without doing heroin. And she's on, uh, she's looking for her boyfriend, uh, Sid. I think it's her boyfriend or a friend of hers named Sid. And he seems to be able to keep her safe. You know, she, she felt comfortable around him and stuff. And he would keep her straight. But she finds out that um, Sid is uh, onto the drugs and stuff, and um, you know things like that take place. There's some holy water takes place. You know, there's a lot of quite a bit of Spanish in this book uh, because hmm. she she goes to um, the church and stuff and says a couple prayers and gets the holy water and she messes up some vampires. It, it was a good. It's pretty good. It's it's a pretty good story. Um, and I like the aspect of dealing with addiction through this, uh, you know, this medium. So I'm not sure if Frank has dealt with addiction or someone around him has, has, but you definitely get a vibe. He knows somebody that dealt with it. And uh, it's really, it's kind of deep. Is it modern times or is it set in a certain era? Uh, this, is, so, uh, the, this looks like, well, they do have a phone booth. So I'm guessing it's not modern times. So um, like maybe Deadly Class, because that's what I'm thinking. Deadly Class with vampires and all kinds of stuff when you're yeah, describing Yeah, and it. I would say, like, wouldn't you say Deadly Class is like 80s or 90s? Because I could definitely get like an 80s or 90s. Because 80s or 90s, you're definitely dealing with phone booths, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the punk rock aspect. Yes. Real punk rock, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's like she's got the anarchy shirt and all types of things on, you know. Um you know, they got the different like three different hair colors, things like that. The art's pretty good. I you know, I'm not big into art, but you know, noticing like some of the characters and things like that that I was like, Wow, that really stood out, you know, that panel. So the art mm. did catch my eye in this book. Um, and it's it's a good book, and I mean, it definitely like, I think issue two just came out last week as well. Um, shows mm -hmm. how far behind I am, but <laughs> but this is definitely a book I I definitely suggest to check out if if your publisher or your LCS carries a source point. If they don't, um, they do have a website, and you can hit them up, and they will ship things to you pretty quickly. It sounds interesting. I kind of hate you for the fact that it sounds interesting because I don't need to add another comic to my list. I don't need to add another publisher to my poll, but it really, that one sounds really interesting. That one grabbed you a little more than the first one, I think. I don't know. It's the punk rock aspect, I think. 
Sounds really gritty and dirty, and I, well, I kind of like that. And also, she's dealing with trying to get the acceptance of her mom, and she continues to call her mom and stuff. And she calls, and she runs out of money, but her mom has yet to pick up when she's leaving these messages. So mm-hmm. I think there's more than just addiction. There could be, like, family issues were caused mm-hmm. by this addiction, and it's dealing with all these subjects in one comic book and um Oof, it might be dark 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 then yeah yeah so it, it's deep i know that <laughs> yeah so uh, wow yeah but i still still i still have an interest i'm gonna look into that yeah well i'm gonna lighten the mood a little i'm gonna go with die 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 oh that's kirkman. really lightening up <laughs> oh it is trust me it's robert kirkman scott m gimbal uh walking dead fans will recognize those two names uh, Chris Berman on the art, um, Nathan Furbanks is coloring, and Russ Wooten is doing the letters. Um, major compliments to um, Chris uh, Burnham on the art. He reminds me a lot of Steve Dillon's work on um, Preacher in this book. It really does have that feel, and there's so much going on in the background. There's this one scene where um, they go into this little Russian town, and there's all this crazy stuff happening in the background of stuff. Like um, people in a line to get a, a BJ around the corner. <laughs> there's a there's a monkey with a knife fighting a rooster. There's the there's hell? people uh like at a little like you know taco truck kind of thing, but they're they're chopping up people to make tacos with. There's oh there's all kinds of crazy stuff because they're starving in Russia is the joke and and this you know, this is not an appropriate book. I'm once again I'm picking inappropriate books. It, it has this like the boys. Um, I mean, look at this cover, Fred. This little girl is probably, what do you think, like five, yeah. six? And yeah. she's, in a, she's like going through people and slicing them with knives. And She and looks like, like, a, like she has a garbage pail kid head. And <laughs> yeah. like she's got like gun, a gun in one hand and a knife with blood on it. Yeah, she is slicing and dicing <clears throat> and killing and blowing brains up. This is the kind of book we're talking about. And there's these four brothers. Well, there's three. One's been killed already, and they're named after. There's these four Asian brothers who grew up in a monastery and were trained assassins, you know, yeah. the Beatles. And they're named after the Beatles. They're John, Paul, uh, Ringo, and um, uh, who am I missing? And George. Uh, but this is such a funny book. Such an inappropriate book. Um, it makes my month every time I forget that it's in my pool. I don't talk about it a lot because of that, because it's not, it's not one of those books like, oh my God, it's earth shattering, the writing here, the message, the, you know, the political statement, whatever, you know, but every week or every month I get this book and I just roll laughing. I'm like, how the hell are they able to put this book <laughs> out and, <laughs> and not get, you know, canceled, you know, like some, so many other people do. But yeah, if you like that kind of dark, comedy if you like preacher if you like the boys if you like this kind of stuff um definitely check out die 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 yeah yeah i can say that the first trade was excellent um but that cover she <laughs> kind of looks like a hit girl I'm yeah sure, like like a smaller version of hit girl um, if she was like Susie q but yeah yeah, yeah. So, she looks like what's her name what's the little brady little cindy brady there man yeah. Oh, you're dating yourself again. For people yeah, that I don't am. know, Cindy Brady was a character on the Brady Bunch <laughs> in the 70s and yeah, the 80s. Um, she was the youngest one in curls. Um, just so and she you had know. a lisp. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and then the boy that was her age was Bobby, but that was from you know the dad's family. 
So they all lived together. I can sing the song if you want, but uh, instead I'm going to go to um, Red Border, issue number three from AWA Upshot, um, writer Jason Starr, uh, Will Conrad, and Ivan Nunes. Um, man, this book, I, I, I mean, we've talked about the first, did we talk, you talked about the issue two, right? One or two, I can't remember, but I have talked about it. I, I might have talked about one and two together. I'm yeah, not sure. because I covered one, I think, prior to you. And then when you read Resistance, you realized that they were all linked together. So you had to collect them all like they're yeah. your Pokemon balls. Um, <laughs> but this book right here is uh, kind of we we understand a little bit more about each characters, whether it's... um the cartel on the um, Mexican uh, side or like the, the creepy freaking family in uh, <laughs> Texas. Um, let's just get to it. Um, I will say right now, when I seen this book issue two and I seen the kid that was, you know, dead and he was taxidermied, I thought that that was Tito. <laughs> Reading this book, I, you know, realized otherwise that Tito is alive and he works with that family. Um, yes, I called myself racist when I seen that, too. I was like, <laughs> all the brown yeah. people look the same in this comic. <laughs> uh, that, I did not say that. You said that. I just say I just said it. And I was like, wow, Fred, that's freaking racist. You know, but I said it to myself. So um, that's what I thought. But uh, <laughs> this book right here is uh, awesome. It's taking you on twists and turns. I think Andrew's on to something. The chimichangas are made out of Mexicans. Um, I think so. The part where they're chasing after him and Tito leads them down to the dead end and stuff because they escape, they leave the home. It's kind of scary, but I think that there's going to be standoff between this hillbilly and the cartel to end the last issue. Would you agree? I would. So is the cartel, are they going to be the heroes when this is all said? I believe they will. Or will both groups just kill each other and the girl will just be left standing there at the end all full of blood and walk off? Kind of like... Okay, I can see that because, you know, when I'm reading this book and I see the cartels and I see the Hicks, what I see is Twitter and comic book <laughs> fandoms and they're eating the shit out of each other and the only person left standing is the person that doesn't say anything and that's going to be the Cullen Buns and guys like that that are <laughs> <Yeah>. stated. <laughs> All right, that wasn't the analogy I was going to use, but that'll work. Yeah, I was going to see do what a, I did there. Gonna, yeah. In a picture, they they eat their own tails. The snake eats his own tail. Eventually they all just perish. That's what happens. Uh, I was going to say um Juliet Lewis in from Dust Till Dawn, after it's all over, her dad's dead and her brother's dead and everyone's dead and they get out of that the bar in the morning and, and okay. George Clooney just flips her the keys and some money and says, Good luck kind of thing. Okay. Well, I just wanted to put it in a way that people if you listen to us, you know how I feel about um yeah. I told you I I when I I put out a tweet today saying I was gonna dunk on some trolls and here I am. <laughs> I'm a man of my world. Words. <laughs> the whole show would be me dunking if I if I start it. If I if I start that train rolling, we're not stopping. So yeah, well, it's a good thing Andrew's like five six, so he's yeah. not getting up there. So <laughs> uh-uh, no, but man, man, yeah, all right. But yeah, it's a good book, and it's the book that we both have read. Um, yeah, it's creepy as fuck. I I, I knew Tito was a little. 
little sneak. I don't know why. I just thought he was from the get-go. And it doesn't surprise me that he's working with them. He was just a little too into that family, a little too happy to be with that creepy-ass family. Um, yeah. yeah. And I guess you find out why they make him vegetarian meals after all. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you because it's people tacos. Yeah. I'm telling you, people chimichangas. It's so. it's authentic, I guess. <laughs> we both said it at the same time. <laughs> But yeah, this book's messed up. So yeah. we'll see where it goes. I think there's only two more issues. Uh, so. One more, one more. It says. Oh, it's, it's a, a four. Yeah, it's only four issues. Wow! Why did he get four? Everyone else got five. Yeah. So maybe because nice. Jason Starr writes a lot of novels, right? So maybe he's in process. I don't know. I should ask him. He follows me. Yeah. See why he only got four. Yeah. It's messed up. Everyone else got five because the book I'm going to talk about is Archangel, and that they have five. I'm going to talk about two and three. Kind of go back over one. Um, this is my favorite AWA Upshot book. Of all the books I'm reading, I mean, if I were to sit down and rank them, I don't know exactly, but this is my top book. I've always been really fascinated with angels. So this whole premise of these modern angels, um, that basically the angel um, Michael is like the punisher, in essence. He is just a badass merc. And he is he's, he's had it. He's had it with what god wants and he's aligned himself with a demon and they're doing shit their way and so then the archangel gabriel has dispatched this archangel archangel eight he doesn't even get to have a name anymore he's just number eight and he's also like an amerk assassin and he has to carry out the task of killing michael and this is just so action-packed there's the theology in there which i really enjoy like i said i've always been fascinated by angel mythology and then there's this badass punisher aspect to it it's gritty it's grimy it's just a whole different take on the genre i didn't know what to expect i thought it was going to be a horror book when i first picked it up and i didn't know if i'd like it but it's something completely different and i just really love it in an era like we talked about earlier where people aren't doing things different and taking chances this feels different and i'm totally into this book yeah, it's a. I know. Is it the first issue or the second issue where they catch the guy and they go to, and they chop off his finger and he feeds it to a dog? And I was like, oh, that's fucked up. That's the second issue. Okay, that's that's the cartel guy that does that too. Mm-hmm. That's not the angel. That's right, right, guy. right. Yeah, and the, it, it's definitely a fast-paced book, and it's a, um. I, I don't think you can go wrong with it. I I still have to read issue three. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, a, all these titles are really good, actually. Um, yeah. the world that they've, they've made, I can't wait for this one that's called Bad Mother coming out mm-hmm. soon. She kind of looks like Roseanne Barr a little, um, mm-hmm. but she's got a gun and stuff, so I'm sure she's on some sort of Xantex or some shit. <laughs> um, so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's based on her. I don't know. Maybe that's why it looks like her. I don't know. But, um, Great. I'm all into this whole world that they've created. That's for sure. It's, a, it's yeah. I forgot to say the creative team: Michael Morenci, C.P. Smith is the artist. Um, Snake Bite Cortez does the coloring. How about that for a comic book name? Snake Bite Cortez. You think that's his real and, name? Yeah. <laughs> Could be Machete's cousin. Oh, okay. Sal Cipriano is um the letterist. Um, uh, but yeah, I. I'm a big fan of um, Upshot. I'll probably talk about another one next time. I still haven't talked about um, 
Oh, what was the Percy book that just came out last week? The Highway, the Devil's, Devil's Highway. Highway. Yep. Yeah. So that's one that I might hit next time. But yeah, check out Archangel. It's going to be up there with one of my favorite comics right now easily. It's a, it's a definitely a good read. Well, that's all we have on the comic side of this week. So I guess we'll go ahead and jump into some wrestling. What? Your career is over. You're a jobber. This is the worst town I've ever been in. We're here to get our justice! It doesn't sound like uh, Tamatunga has got super kicked by puberty yet. Elijo Del Nerdo, aka Joey Bagadona. Why, hello there. What is up? What you been wow. doing? You been watching wrestling? Yeah, I'm watching wrestling. Watching wrestling, huh? Yeah. So you're going to school me today? You know more about it than I do I today? do. Yeah, right. <laughs> he said I do. Yeah, you better. <laughs> I hear you watch like 500 mud shows. Yeah. <laughs> what do yeah. you do? No one can see your hair. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. You know? All right. I guess it's time to wrap this show up. Uh, you can find him at Comics Fred and... You can't find me anymore. Oh, I can't find him anymore. <laughs> He's lost. All right. I am lost. That's it. Give that's... it to Mance, and that's it. No, He's got jokes today. And bad ones. Yeah. yeah. He's got a sense of humor like his mother. You're about as entertaining as that Dynamite show I just finished watching a couple oh, days ago. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> the show or your jokes? <laughs> Both. Okay. All right, bro. What you got? Keep those on your head. Man, you have no energy today. Bring it. No, I don't. Um. All right, so it's time to step into the bakery. Woohoo! Okay. Um, the bakery. The double chocolate donut. We got <laughs> Matt Hardy hat. Matt. <clears throat> Matt Hardy has a new shirt. Uh, the multiverse of Matt. Showing each version of Matt. What's your favorite version of Matthew Hardy? The uh, Team Extreme. The, oh, okay. Cool. Right? Isn't that what it's called? Is that the one that does this? this? Is that, that's yeah. the one where he was with Jeff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a big money Matt guy. Yeah. He's big money. Big money Matt. Yeah. It's so decent. you should be happy then. You're so excited about that. Big money Matt. Yeah. Okay. I'm broken Matt. You like broken that? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that was that was your idea right there. It's not going over it's very actually, well. Actually, it was your. Idea. <laughs> I don't and write this these. Is a, this is, you did write that. You I said when I see that shirt, that has to be a topic. I didn't say. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't even. So start did you with buy me. the shirt? Is the shirt awesome? I Does it, it have like cool. all pictures of? I haven't seen the shirt. Yeah, he was wearing it and it showed each That's version of Matt Hardy across wow. his chest. That's how Joe nice. noticed it. He was like, oh, that's a sweet shirt, Multiversa Matt. And I'm like, who's he been yeah. looking at his shirt right now? You better hope Reby doesn't listen to the show with that lethargic little intro you did of her husband. She's going to come after you. Oh, what does he say? Reby? Who? Who's that? Matt Hardy's wife. Oh, what about that? Because you're it's not bringing about... the energy for her husband. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry. Took a week off. <laughs> you probably should tell her you're sorry. Anyway. I'm scared of her. <laughs> um, uh, we've got at the Powder Jelly Donut, 
Impact doesn't have Tessa anymore. Are they missing her? What? Are you asking me? Or? I'm asking. Gen- like just in, general. in general, that's what it is. That's what I said. But you cut me off. I- <laughs> no. For a couple of reasons, I would say. One, they had taken her out of the women's division anyway. So the women's division was flourishing without her. And two, they've got this new infusion of talent in the men's division that it's kind of has its own thing going on again. So I'm going to say no. And Deanna Perazzi has slipped into the ace role. I so. think uh, Impact's doing great without her, actually. I think Deanna is doing outstanding with her mat work. And uh, I think her mat work might be better than Tessa's. And she, she's credible enough that she could slip in and it's like, it was like a swap. I told you, it, I thought of it as Finn Balor or Prince Devitt, um, AJ swap in Bullet Club. It was, it, it's not exact, but it's, you know, it's, it's a talent for a talent. So things just keep rolling. And so, so, so you would say that Deanna Perrazzo made an impact AJ. on impact. You always say mm-hmm. that, and you're not funny. Yep. It did, did, Heath Slater didn't. You laughed when he said it, yeah, but well, when I say it, and I say it, and you were like, oh, well, he Heath used Slater your words. It's just it's Heath. Heath. Oh, yeah, it's Heath. Slater like anymore. the candy bar. Now he's going to get sued by the candy bar company. <laughs> yeah, that's real smart. That's why he, he, can talk that's about why all he has so many still? kids. What? What's that? You think he can talk about all his kids still? Uh, well, they did say, I think they have mentioned that he has kids. Oh. Yeah, he's got kids. I was listening to the Talk and Shop thing, and he's he's got an interesting, uh, like, a, he's, he's said that he's got a interesting, terrible career. Sir, like about in him? WWE. In WWE, yeah, like all those things that he did. But this isn't about Heat Slater. Or just Heath. Yeah, Heath. Just Heath. Yeah, he's going to get sued it's by Tessa Blanchard. Who owns that? Mars? Mars owns that? The candy bar company? They own I Heath. think so. Yeah. I think so. Better call up so. Impact. So back to, real fast. So Tessa's still going to make an impact wherever she shows up. Well, if she doesn't show up. She's going to retire completely? I guess. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have no answer to that. The retired <laughs> champ. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Next topic, I guess. <laughs> you stumped me on that one. All right. Well, we got the glazed donut with. <clears throat> I have no social media account. Do I need one to keep up with all the uh, beefing on the internet? Do I have to watch a PTE to know all the storylines? Well, you're asking us when you should be answering that question. How am I supposed to answer it? Because we because we have BTE. Right. And we do have social media. So when you watch AEW or you watch NXT or you watch Impact, do you feel like you're lost, like you're missing something? Because I can tell you that they are, building, they are building storylines on mm-hmm. Twitter, on all three of those companies. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, so do you see, watch things and feel like... So you're missing out. Do I you guess. feel? But do you feel like? I don't like. Do you feel, feel like, like you don't see. get something? Like, why the hell are these two fighting? Or why is this going on? Or why are they... Not in, really. Or it doesn't matter to you. I don't like. Is there like anything they should be feeling? Like, I know he does watch BTE. Okay, but he doesn't know. Like sometimes he knows if somebody's starting a match because I might mention to him like so and so's teasing this, but I don't tell him everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely don't tell him anything about NXT, so he wouldn't know about those. I don't watch NXT. 
those like, angles. The match versus Strong and um, Gargano this week, for example, was over something. They got in an argument over Twitter, and then Regal went on to it, Twitter, and actually made the match for them on Twitter. So you're supposed to, you know, they kind of mentioned it in the show, but it's like, okay, so basically I don't care about this match. Right. Is what you're telling me. So I'm now I feel like I'm on Twitter. Out. Now I feel like I'm missing out on something because I'm not watching the shows. Oh, well, that's <laughs> different. But, you know, NXT doesn't do good stories anyway. That's a whole other topic. But um, just a thought about it. Like a lot of stuff has happened on BTE, for example. A lot of stuff. And then women's... It seems like in WWE Major, like the Raw and the SmackDown, they use Twitter to set up all the women's feuds. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it's kind of yeah. this thing that everything is Twitter-based right. or YouTube-based or, I don't know, or it's going he, on a talk show uh, like yeah, Cole. Yeah, that's, that's definitely a work because they pull that is people a work. in He's because gonna fight they're him. like, oh, he swore, so he definitely wouldn't do that on WWE wouldn't allow that, but meanwhile they did allow it. That's why they did it on Pat McAfee's show. I mean, um, yeah, and the like the same. It's Roberts a segment one. next week. Wait, is that because you guys didn't watch NXT? It's going to be a segment next week. Cole's going to talk about it and on it, the next week's NXT. Does WWE so, can control that Sam Roberts thing now too? Like that guy's podcast? They might. Because I, I, don't cause know. I heard, like they're playing like clips of him saying, "Oh, Charlotte is the greatest of all time," like on his show. Hmm. So, could be, could be. I don't know. I um, yeah, I haven't been paid attention to that, but I, I just think it's interesting, and it's not a good way to do business, especially in AEW. This elite stuff, this new orders or dark order stuff, and you're supposed to know what's going on. You're supposed to know that. Page is going out for beers with the FTR that, you know, Kenny's getting crazy again yeah. that, you know, I don't know. Just all these things that are going on. It's, but they also it's do it on Dynamite, like where he's hanging out with those guys. So I think, mm. I don't know if they're doing anything wrong. I don't, I don't know. Uh, there was a big, there was a big huff about it this week though on Twitter. Uh, People were saying that it's like not. For, we, why do we have to watch this to know what's going on? So, right, okay, yeah. Just so you, if you, um, when you're going over this uh, to edit, uh, Anthony's making multiple appearances with his loud laugh in the <laughs> background um, upstairs. He's ah. he's extra loud tonight. <laughs> ah. Are the Dodgers winning? I don't know. They're probably watching the Kardashians. I don't know. So he's <laughs> probably pissed. <laughs> He's yelling for you to take him down here so he can watch baseball. <laughs> oh, poor kid. <laughs> All right, what you got? All right, so I got um the maple donut is a uh, Cody has the open challenge still. Who would you like to see him face? I feel like this has already been a donut. Are you rerunning these donuts? No, this isn't a rerun. We've used. Why do you keep acting like you're reading a script? First I am of all? reading a script. Okay, this is not working. The producer this is supposed just to be no. It to me. You need to get better at reading a promo there, MJF, because you're sour this week. Yeah, but you're just handing them to me. <laughs> oh, now I'm Vince McMahon, right? I have never, I've never read this before. This is first time. 
You're horrible. Get up before <laughs> 3 o'clock in the I afternoon. Get up at 2.30. <laughs> you need to practice your lines. Yeah. I know he wrote these last night. You've had all day. I didn't write them. I wrote these yesterday. You wrote them this morning. Yesterday we were on the back porch. Remember? That was yesterday? Yeah. Oh. What are you, smoking weed? I'm telling you, man. <laughs> if we don't give you these, you don't talk. Yeah. So, so right. So, Co- so Cody's has an open challenge. Who yeah. would we like to see him face? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just who, who do you have? Oh, um. Uh, Faced everybody so far. Who else? He faced like Warhorse and Eddie Kingston. What? But he's faced like uh, Ricky Starks. Okay. And Sonny Kiss. Yeah. um, He's faced like four people. Joey Janela, maybe. Probably more than that. I don't know. No, if we're gonna do another one, let's let's pull somebody that's not there. Okay. Like to see him face Leo Rush. Watched him on GCW this week. He's doing very good. He's really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, Not a bad choice. I'd like to see him face Chris Dickinson. Hmm. Yeah. I'd like to see him face Jeff Cobb. Oh, he do- doesn't he have like one more match or something? AEW. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that would be cool. But there's so many choices. Um, I think he should not face someone in AEW until it's time to lose, and it should be Darby. You think Darby's think Dar- gonna beat Cody? I think Darby's the one, the best person to take the belt off him. Okay. I mean, Sammy's a possibility, but I don't know. So you think that this, what if Sean Spears beats him? Sean has had two cracks at him, though. Yeah. I don't know. A third Sean Spears. I mean, they could turn Cardona on him, but I told you that. If they do the the Sean Spears story again, basically, where Cardona turns on Cody and goes against Cody, it's like, uh, don't do that twice. That'll be horrible. And I have a feeling if they give the belt to a WWE guy that the AEW trolls will Mm. castorize that. Um, so I think it has to be like one of the original signings. You know, what would be so cool? it's, that would be Sammy or that would be Darby. Oh. I would think those are your two best tier two players. But you I don't speak... think Jungle Boy is good enough. No. Well, you're using maybe Luchasaurus, like but I don't guys. think they'll put him in the match. I don't think he's good enough either. Well, you don't think any he can't even keep his mask on this week? So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you saying, Joe? So do you don't think any like heavyweight guys could wrestle down there, like? Get like Kenny to be the champ or a Hangman. I think it's, it's a step down for Kenny and Hangman. Right. Okay. They're the tag team champions, and they take a step down. This That's why it can't be them. That's why it won't be like Cage or any of those guys. It's like almost a step down right now because those guys what are involved was... in the heavyweight chase. MJF is now involved in the heavyweight chase, so it's a step down to go after that belt. Right. So I think your middle guys are Sammy. Darby, maybe Kip Sabian. Scorpio maybe. Sky, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Oh, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I guess it depends on, is, is Cody going to be a face or a heel in that fight? I think that um, if Cody is going to turn heel, he should, um, you know, maybe lose then it. Then it's Darby or Scorpio. I think he would lose it to, like... Uh, Cardona, but then turn heel on Cardona instead of that's like, a WWE the opposite guy, way. though. But that's yeah, given but it that to doesn't WWE mean that guy. that could happen. That doesn't mean that that won't happen, though. If, if he stays a face, then it should be Sammy that takes it off him. Yeah, 
I think he holds it for a little longer. Right now they have Sammy, or I mean Darby, chasing Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and John Moxley right now. So it's going to be a while before he loses that belt. Because yeah. they, they have to work all the way around somehow before All Out. Is it All Out or All In? Now? All Out. Before All Out, all out. He, he, should, he should drop it there. I I expect at All Out that we have a new heavyweight champ and we have a new TV title champ. All Out is their so big champ. So MJF will be your champ. Oh. You're wow. saying, probably. And Darby Allen, so that way they can start new storylines moving forward. And that gives me reason to believe that all these new signings are taking place for some of these veteran dudes that, you know, work behind the curtain and do other things might take mm-hmm. some more time off to establish these guys with other people. From a rating standpoint, can that show survive with um, weeks without Cody Rhodes in a major match and weeks with, uh, with Jericho off on tour? And you know what I mean? Can, are, are the new signings big enough? I know the indie guys like us like them, but are they big enough? I think if they can give Kenny and the Young Bucks still be on there, then yeah, I think they can do without them. I think Cody could make an appearance and just talk, and he'll get ratings. True. Like Cody could be like doing he could be thing. teasing a match a month from then, like, but like you know, like he did with the um, Archer stuff and things or like, like or the MJF stuff. WCW, like uh, like you know, like the nineties of WCW. Where, like, uh, Ric Flair would mostly come out and just talk until he gets a big match. That could be what Cody does. Yeah, but he had the belt, right? Cody, we're saying Cody doesn't have the belt. I don't think. Because what you're saying, Fred, now that I think about it, that's pretty ballsy. MJF and Darby with both the two major belts. But then you expect that FTR would win the tag titles. People are going to want to see them. People want to tune in and see MJF. They they want to hear what he says. It's going to piss him off. But the guy that's chasing him more, more than likely will be either Adam Page or Kenny Omega. And people are going to tune in for that. They don't want to hear Kenny say anything. They want to hear MJF make fun of Kenny. <laughs> there you go. And then we'll have... What about the women? Does Sheeta keep it then? Because Britt Baker has a, has a match against Swole I think... at all. So she's not going for the belt. I think at all out. Here's what I think with the women. I think that Sheeta keeps it, but whoever's Sheeta's tag team partner is going to end up being the number one contender because something's going to happen there. Oh, I hope you're right because Nyla's not her partner, and I don't want the belt to go back to Nyla, so I'm okay with that. Because I think that using this women's tag team thing, people are like um, making fun of it and stuff, but really, it's just going to open up storylines so you can actually have something to root for. Things are going to happen with those in, in those tag teams or between those two women, two other women. That's going to set up a lot of storylines. So, I mean, you yeah. just you got to trust the process. How much I mean, time does Chris Statlander have left? Oh, she just had the surgery this week. She just posted the pictures like two days ago. She'll be out for a while. Yeah, like she literally put in the hospital. She posted the pictures of her. I, leg. I would expect after like the new year. <laughs> I think she meant to have that surgery earlier, but because of COVID, yeah. there probably was a delay in her being able to get in there and have it done because it's not life threatening. Yeah, yeah, I think so, that delayed it for sure. 
All right, no. so let's get into a topic that you old people don't like. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk five on five, six on six, seven on seven. What? Matches. I thought this was a donut. Uh, do you need what this? is that called? The it lazy the, booking? It's the sprinkled donut. It's the lazy booking donut. It's the sprinkled donut. You guys, I, I would consider donut. it a two day old donut um, because it's stale <laughs> as fuck. Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> the Circle K gas station two day old oh, donut. Oh, yeah. That, with, with, <laughs> do you have Krispy Kreme in Arizona? Yeah. They sell those at the gas station there? <laughs> no, they, we have extra crisp creams. So. Okay. No, I mean like the no-name donut, whatever their brand is. Oh, yeah. The Walmart donut. The Walmart donut. With not even any icing or sprinkle on True it. Value, is that like a company? I think that's... <laughs> so try to give me a good reason why I need to watch a match with six guys versus six guys. Because... Are basically a, mailing it in. It's I a, mean, a freaking spot fest, and you know The that. only reason I would watch it is if it's inside the war chamber or blood and guts. No, you took... No, get, no, no don't no, no, try no, to no, pass no. this off like you don't want to watch it. Because when we <laughs> watched that, you were like, Dad, this is a really good match. And I'm like, this is a freaking train wreck right now. <laughs> I thought it was okay when they were all standing on the apron. Yeah, they, I'm care. waiting for their buddy to do a backflip on them. <laughs> no, not that part. That part was... Mm. Eh, I don't know, but... The, I'm sorry, I man. like the part where they they're like um, they're all on the apron and stuff. What I that they're just cool. out there together? Yeah, that's what. Oh I like. yeah, you were like, so this you, is the so greatest you, idea. So you like the Avengers moment? Avengers assemble. Everybody's yeah. just out there. Vroom, vroom. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, like, "Oh yeah, Markle's stunt. Do it again, buddy." Yeah, or if it's <laughs> done like uh, in Japan when they just have that. No, in Japan they do no, it better even, though. But it still sucks. No, they do it better, the but it still sucks. In the face. There, My opinion? Well, cause... I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's AAA. I don't care if it's WWE. Oh, AAA AW. does it amazing. I don't care if it's Japan. All these multi-man. Fast forward. Fast forward this stuff, man. You know why that happens? Because they're trying to get big names on TV so oh, that right. people tune in. But after a while, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm good on that stuff. But that's what Raw and SmackDown always did, and it backfired on them. You know yeah, what they it don't is? Do it much anymore. Remember, and when it they... killed Raw and SmackDown's tag team division. Yeah, they used to do a pay per view about it. It was called Survivor Series. No, that's <laughs> just where the brands go against each other. No, and nobody... oh, but then they also no. had that one match where everybody had like they had Raw six people versus. Yeah, but SmackDown no one ever people. watched Survivor Series. It got the lowest ratings. There's a reason <laughs> yeah. why. Take note. It's, <laughs> no, it's it's bad. It, it it just really and like you said, yeah, Japan they do it better, but that's still, yeah, better than poop is not better, you know. <laughs> All right, well let's move on yeah. to the Boston cream donut. Wait, this is the last one. Yeah, but I might add another donut because well, your donuts are stale. Well, I got something I'll talk to you about later. So unless you're All right, well, it, but I doubt it. <clears throat> the Boston cream donut. <clears throat> Let's talk free agent signings. <clears throat> Who's doing it right? Question mark. Who's so, doing it right? <laughs> He's so energetic, man. Um, like Mance Warner over here. And at least Mance would be like, red light on. Who's doing it right? Yeah, huh? who's doing it right? Um, Impact or... Here, okay, let me explain a little. <clears throat> well, Impact. Two people are signing. Impact. 
Um, as you can see in the past two weeks, it's done good for them. But do you think that they're doing it right by signing everybody? No, Eric no, Young, the good brothers. No, you're explaining this Brian incorrectly. Myers, you're explaining this incorrectly. They what? signed them, but they're using right. them correctly. They are using them correctly. They're using them in their product to advance them. Whether it's EC3 showing up, just doing something real quick and get him off TV, letting people know he's there. But in AEW, you got Lance Archer sitting in the pine like, what the hell? I see Jake Roberts sitting in the sidelines just smiling, watching ring. No, Lance Archer there. And you signed Lance Archer to do what? To grab a dude by his underwear two weeks ago and throw him in a trash can? What happened this week? I thought that was pretty sweet. That was good that week, but they didn't do anything this week with him. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. That's what the um, the Good Brothers were talking about. How, like, they would do something real sweet the week before, nothing the next week, and then the week after they get squashed. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay, now, it's subjective, but yes, Impact is doing it better right now. But to be fair, Impact had an empty gun. You know, there was no bullets in the chamber. So, of course, they're using these guys. They yeah. had to use these guys. Yeah, because so they <laughs> they really had, like, six dudes on their roster. I mean, yeah. Ace Austin was So, there. they actually had yeah. a spot for everybody to get into a good feud right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but they are using them right, to be fair. Now, AEW, they have a bigger roster and trying to fit them all in. But, and maybe they worked. Maybe they brought people in too fast. I think... I think what they're doing instead of, okay, it was cute when Jericho would get the mic every week, but the stuff is getting tiresome right now. So instead mm-hmm. of giving Jericho the mic, you have to create storylines like they did with the Lance Archer throwing a dude through the roof last week mm-hmm. and do some of that stuff to remind people that they're still there and he's still a monster. Because then the next week they tune in and they're still talking about orange orange juice on a jacket that smells like mm-hmm. cat piss, and no one wants to hear that shit. They want to hear, like, you want to hear, like, what's Brian Cage doing? You know, what's yep. Darby doing? What What are these doing? Well, they're guys doing, doing good with Brian Cage and on, Darby. Right? On there every week. But I'm going to tell you who they're dropping the ball with. Okay, okay number ahead. one. They did not capitalize on the Sunny Kiss, Cody thing. He hasn't been on the main show since then. Him and Janela should have been on the very next week. In a tag match. They should be. Sunny Kiss got the bump off Cody. It was a great bump. But now they're not doing nothing. What's the point of the bump if you're not going to do anything with the bump? Okay. So there's one they're really blowing. They need to have more Janela and Kiss on. Maybe take a break. Give the best friends in Orange Cassidy a little break. Give um, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy a little break. They've had a lot of time on the TV. Okay. Archer. You're right. Archer needs to be on in a major feud. Archer needs to be fighting someone big. He needs to be bodying up on somebody big. I don't even care if it's just Luchasaurus in a solo match or Wardlow or something. He needs to be out there and he needs to be banging on somebody. Or he's fighting two dudes like a crappy tag team at once. Yeah. Yeah, they might as well put Archer in a tag team. They put everyone else in a tag team. No, but just by himself. Him a fighting, match. him fighting two dudes like throwing Marco oh, okay. Stunt and Jungle Boy or something, so he can toss no, them not them Luchasaurus or something. Maybe, no. Yeah, who's there? So they're not using him. They could get, uh, they could uh, use Brody Lee and Lance Archer, build that up, 
but only by having the 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 um the Beaver Boys against just Lance Archer. They could do that. And, but those are both. They're both. They're heels. using Brody Lee. They're just not using him well. Yeah. I don't know if but I like Archer. The they're not thing, using. But whatever. He said, "I don't uh, like the suit thing." But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I didn't say they were using him well, but they're using him. That's. What, but what happened to Scorpio Sky? Scorpio Sky has like become relegated to dark. I feel like Scorpio Sky's in like the WWE doghouse when like your favorite wrestler just all of a sudden just is showing up on main event all the time. Yeah. Oh, you mean like <laughs> he's the EC3 of AEW? Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like Scorpio Sky's never around. He just does matches on dark. Until his contract's like... up and then they start pushing him so he signs. I don't know what's going on, but that's a strange one too. So... I don't. I don't know. It it depends. They have like right now, like they signed Eddie Kingston, and I I would suspect that they're going to sign Warhorse too. So if they keep signing these dudes, where are they going to find time to put them? Unless they have another show, because they're definitely not going. Please don't three do hours. another show. That's what uh took down WCW. Was Thunder was it was trying to be the same. Did you turn AEW Dark into an actual show and not a squash show? I think they could do another show if they could get that women's division set. That is the one hook that I think could get people to watch a secondary show. Because you're right, just a second show of dudes, I don't think they have enough to make you turn in, tune in twice to watch them that week. But if people know the second show has like three women's matches maybe, and so they don't really have a women's match on Dynamite as often, or they don't focus on the women other than the champion, so then you can have more of the men get in their fights. I don't know. Just something different. Or you put the three mans on there, the three man tag. I don't know. You find different something. I don't know, but you gotta make it different. You gotta make dark a reason to watch something different. He didn't catch it. The same thing as um dynamite. What's that? He didn't catch it. He said three man band when you said three man. Oh no, I didn't catch it. So, because I was trying to think about, I don't know what you do different, because I don't know if there is enough interest in wrestling right now for a third show. What night do you put it on? Yeah, who knows? Monday. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> go after them. <laughs> well, fr- well, wait, what else is on Friday? They won't go against Monday Night Football. No, though. you don't want to go on Friday because you're going into the weekend. You don't want that. Why not? Because a lot of people are getting football season. People are jacked up about college football, high school sports. I mean, not that everyone's going to have that stuff, but Friday is something Plus. for sitcoms, not for wrestling. That's why Plus SmackDown sucks. Well, SmackDown um, a lot suck. of the That's wrestlers work the weekend. That yeah. So Friday night is not a good show when a lot of these guys need to get to their indie show on Saturday. They do yeah. indie so, shows. Yeah, like Janela. So I thought Janela was the only one that did indie shows. No, they uh, That's because of the COVID. But there were more guys doing no, Like, they, there's one coming up in Chicago that Cage yeah, is doing. Brian Cage and a few other people. Some guy, the Impact guys, I think, um, what's his name? Cardona's partner. Brian Myers. Uh, yeah, Myers is doing it. Um, so the guys are good. You're going to start seeing more guys do indie stuff yeah. now that it opens up. So that's another reason why a Friday Night Show does not work for um, AEW. No, I think it would have to be Monday or it would have to be... You can't How put it. It could be Tuesday, down. but then they go up against Impact. How Tuesday? big is their roster? 
You said you would put them up on Tuesday? Tuesday against Impact or Thursday? You, you, Nothing you happens wanna on Thursday. You want to watch AEW two days in a row? We already do. Yeah. Yes. Dark and... <laughs> so, one of those two. Well, one thing I wanted to throw at you, you didn't watch NXT, but I watched NXT, mm. and I was telling your dad that I watched it from a point of view of what you talked about two weeks ago. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about this. I really paid attention to camera angles, oh. like you talked about. And you are absolutely right. In that four-way match between the women, which was really good, it also is really good because they never give you an angle that shows a miss. Right. They yes. cut They cut so well. Your dad has a theory, maybe because they all learn how to wrestle the same way. They know where these guys are going. But it's like they make sure, okay, if you're going to be throwing a punch at the face, we're going to shoot you at an angle that if you don't hit the face... There's no way that the viewer can see that. And holy smoke, do they cut a lot. I never realized how much they cut. They cut and they cut and they cut and they cut and they cut. And they show us. But it makes the match better. Mm-hmm. And then you watch AEW and they don't know when to cut. And when they do cut is the wrong time. What they do show is the wrong time. Like your dad said, we see everybody standing around waiting for the guy to do the move. All these crazy things that... You don't see an NXT because NXT is hiding it very, very well. And so I, you're right. You're totally right. I totally see what you mean now. Because I had never, I didn't watch yeah. NXT in a while. Yeah, but I watched it from that point of view and totally you were on to something there. So I just yeah. wanted to point that out to you, that you nailed that. Mm-hmm. And I watch NXT because NXT is the now the new ROH. <laughs> the new ROH? Is that a good thing? Do you, you like ROH? I did like ROH. So in other words, there's a lot of great wrestling. There's no stories worth a shit. Oh, okay. So I guess that makes sense. <laughs> there's no stories. Well, the like stories the are meaningless. ROH, a, the new ROH. Yeah. Not the, the old yeah. ROH was really good. Yeah, Yeah, really. Well, it, it has, you know, some of those matches feel like they could have been on ROH. When you see Swerve versus um, Atlas, for example, something oh, I watched well, this week that was good. very good. They're you know, using so it. I thought it was just 205 Live. This last match, or this last week, they used all the new people. Oh. They used a lot of new people. So I think they're starting to shift to a new bunch of people. But, yep, yeah, so that's it. Do you guys have any more? What was I going to throw in? Something you about you a wrestler or something. Oh, no, no, no. What was the other thing I was going to throw in? I don't know. That, that I said right before the podcast. What? What did I say? What? I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, okay. What is it? <laughs> oh, um, do you feel like uh, the the internet ruins these releases and stuff? Like, because like, you know how back in the day you didn't know that, like, oh, he he's he's not under contract anymore. He might show up. Like, like it was a surprise. Yeah, it's hard to do surprises. It is hard to do surprises. So... I mean, there were some decent ones for Impact, I guess. They were able to do a good surprise on your Mud Show this last weekend. Nobody knew that Leo Rush was there. Right. So that was a good surprise. Um, Cardona was a semi-surprise. I, I guess forgot we knew he was, he was on coming. the show. <laughs> huh? I said I forgot he was on the show. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. I, I think, think Eddie, Eddie Kingston was the biggest surprise. Yeah, Kingston was a decent... Oh, you know, Stark, when he came out. Um, Ricky Starks. We didn't know he was coming out. And then the fact he got signed that night was pretty badass. Yeah. 
So they do. They get a few in, but it's yeah, it's hard. Like Especially when with the, when Cameron the came on, you you popped. Who's Cameron? <laughs> Arion. The one that you had the picture with. Oh, the Funkadactyl. Yeah. Somebody call the mama. I remember that. Please don't sing that song. And she is catching so much shade. Yeah. What? People, People hate are hating on her. Yeah. She doesn't. She shouldn't be signed. She has no talent. This <gasps> and that. What? Did she I ever mean, wrestle? Or did she just come out with the? With yeah, the, no, she, she wrestled. wrestled. But she was you don't not remember? Good. Well, maybe she got some training. In. Oh yeah, he was. She took what, like five years. What old. Were you like six in that picture? Maybe <laughs> seven, eight. No, your not head, eight. Your head was the six. size of a twelve-year-old. That's for sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> She'll be fine. She's Nyla's partner. Oh, they'll probably wow. win some matches. Yeah, She's gonna be there to take the pin with with Vicky. <laughs> oh, Vicky's yeah. pretty sweet. Oh, they're both pretty loud. That's now officially the loudest team in the history of tag team wrestling. Well, yeah. <laughs> Girl, hi. <laughs> um, one more thing. Oh, All right. Uh, we don't have anything else. I got. I got. Um, I got one more thing. One more thing. Yeah. Okay, go. All right. So I got. So we're watching some uh, synergy, right? Yeah. Shout out to mm-hmm. synergy. They had. They have a lot of good talent, but there was this one guy. One guy. His name Charles Mason. Mm. No, Charles Manson. He was no, it's Charles Mason. No, not Manson. Charles Mason. He like the jar. No, Skelter. Skelter. He was really good. He 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 deserves better. That's a (laughs) yeah. Just kidding. Helter Skelter was the song on the White Album by the Beatles. Know what you guys are saying, but yeah, whatever. It's a two two disc. Okay. Are you you lost your thought now? (laughs) What are you guys watching this week? I don't know. What happens this week? We're watching... Weekend, I mean. Uh, weekend. GCW. There's GCW okay. this weekend? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to watch... Um, that it? Joey Janela fight ACH. Okay. Mance Warner and Spider Night Web. Uh, Kylie Ray's fighting Joe's uh, buddy, uh, Cole Radrick. Oh, that dude is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of good talent over there in the indies. Oh yeah, they always do. They also have a lot of bad talent. Are you guys yeah. watching um, the Good Brothers pay per view? No, didn't that happen already? That's tomorrow. It it, it was filmed, but it hasn't been shown. Started it's available tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I so told it's him, it's it was pre taped. Yeah, I told them that I wasn't going to get Sex Ferguson and all those dudes. Um, <laughs> From Southball Wrestling. I remember Instead, that. Instead, I was going to support Mance Warner and the GCW. Okay. Um, because uh, our main man, Kevin Gill, shout out to the Juggalos. Who is you that? know, he's out there. Who is know. that? Kevin Gill, the dude that does Oh, my gosh. You're going to hate on him? Yeah. I'm going to tell him. Yeah, that's cool. You messed up. There go. I'm going to watch Kickstart My Heart Wrestling. What's that? Is that, is that Molly Crew? It's a woman. It's all women. It's an all women's um oh, that's cool. thing. It's it's on um YouTube. They got any big names Free over there? stream. Big names? Not really. Any uh, really. medium names? A lot names? of indie a lot of I mean uh, there's a lot of indie girls, but is no Vince, one that is Vince Neal there? No, Vince Neal's not there. I, I was just wondering why it was called Kickstarter by Heart. I know. I'm trying to see if there's anyone you might know on this, and I'm not seeing anyone. I mean you might recognize a face or two. But I'm not recognizing any of these names myself. 
Um, but I'm going to watch it. Oh, what's her name? The the high school girl that's on AEW Dark all the time. Uh, the one that wears yes. pink and she comes out with a book. She was on NWA that one time. No. Oh, yeah, this, you're right. It was on NWA one time. She's on there. Oh, nice. I just saw her in the poster. Cool. So I do know one. What, Danny Jordan? Name. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, that's I know one. Nice. But it's free. I'm going to check it out. You know me, I like on YouTube? wrestling. That's why I don't like your GCW. There's no women. So there's the Alley Cat and Kylie Ray. Unless they fight each other, there's no no. Doesn't happen so. much. Alley Cat, she doesn't really fight. Hey, much. but She's they had just a cat. Joey Janela. I don't know if this was this week, but he wrestled. Uh, what's a what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? The guy, the Japanese wrestler. The, the the guy the guy the oh the yeah the the. No, the Nakazawa? Huh? Nakazawa? He who's that? He wrestled Nakazawa on no, the uh, no, the on the blow up doll wrestler that they wrestled. That, oh, that's, that dude is, yeah, I know that's, what you mean. That dude's really talented. Yeah. Oh, it, Jesus. It's a freaking you wonder why I'm not okay. <laughs> he said that dude's talented. <laughs> it was a good match. Listen, one time in All GCW right. history, there was a, two imaginary guys in a rough in the ring. And they fought each other. It was and sweet. The, and the ref was the one selling everything. He was making it look like, and the fans were popping all over. This is the type of mud show shit I'm into, Andrew. You sure you don't drink? <laughs> no, but Jim, <laughs> I laugh at it and go, damn, Jim Cornette probably has like a heart attack over this shit right here. <laughs> well, I saw yeah, Janela jump off the roof or uh, a chimney this weekend and went through like four doors onto Leo Rush. I was like, Oh my god, this dude's a psycho! And then I was like, Jim Can- Cornette's like, that's the only thing that Joey Nut or Jelly Nutella can do because that's what he calls him as Jelly Nutella. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, and he god, takes, and sour. you can see like he took a big bump. And I was like, Joe, you know he's not gonna be on uh, AEW this week. And sure it was enough, on Dark, but it was probably pre-recorded. Yeah, I think it was. And then um. He's probably not going to be on there next week either because of this uh, wrestling too because he takes time away to do GCW. So that might be why him and Sonny haven't been on. Yeah. Must be, which is not right because Sonny, then Sonny should be getting a singles push. But Sonny should be wrestling GCW then. No, Sonny doesn't want to get all cut up and all that crap. But he He could have took on Alley Cat. Yeah, they want him to bleed, man. He probably doesn't want to do that bleed, bleeding shit. That's they don't not do that. Match. No, they got good matches. That was just the one that you watched. <laughs> but then we're not going to tell you again, be like, yeah, you should watch this one. And then it's another one that you're like, oh, light tubes again. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> one that you saw, you saw. Jumping that. off trees and the dude yeah. jumping off the little. Well, that's backyard. Little, like backhoe. And then and... Dickinson didn't have a door that would sell shit for him. He was just throwing dudes <laughs> off and bouncing. Did you see those guys just bouncing? <laughs> and then those dudes in the park spreading coronavirus the week before. And then out of nowhere, they just grab Logan's stunt and like way off in the background, throw him in the water. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's yeah, that was like, the oh, Indiana a, one. Yeah. That was the first yeah. Indy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I gave it two weeks, man, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not spending money on you. You 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 burned me, and maybe last week was good, but it you was, burned me those two weeks good. before. You took All the Indy shows last week, Carney motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're they're hitting their stride now. Well, I'm <laughs> sorry that Until fifty plus doesn't it. like GCW. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he just said a fifty plus. <laughs> 
something. No. What did you say when we were watching BT? It's 50 plus for 50 plus. Yeah, but I thought you said something about Andrew. If asking you were gonna ask him if he enjoys that segment. Yeah, do you like that segment? You like uh, him showing you how he colors in coloring books and waters his plants. Keep it up, Smarty. You were the one drawing this week, not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? Yeah. Who who was smudging pencil this week? <laughs> me or you? <laughs> I saw your Joker picture. <laughs> Did you even finish that? No. <sighs> Dude, you had to sleep or something? Yeah, I had to sleep. Okay, anyways, I think that this needs to... Yeah, this is the the worst show ever. <laughs> no wonder last week got canceled. We're boring. Why are you still listening to us? Go listen to somebody else. The comic part is fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're the one dragging us down. Uh, ratings and stuff. Jeez, oh, peace. I have yeah, to give no my own podcast a review. On your ass. See, they, I, I hear <laughs> he you said I gotta give my own podcast a review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk to Joe wants to have a word with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, backing down already. Scuba yeah, Steve whatever. coming in. Yeah. He said Scuba Steve's gonna kick your ass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Scuba Steve's not even real. <laughs> And on another, that note, another we're one out. of his imaginary friends. <laughs> Who's imaginary friend? Doctor Joe. Oh damn! <sighs> All right, well let's you can find wrap us this on nerdylegion.com. Um, you can find Fred on Comics Fred. You can't find me no more. Or you, Joe? You want to take over my account? And sure. Deal with the trolls. I can do that. I will right. handle the trolls. <laughs> I'm the troll exterminator. What? He's a troll exterminator. All right. Catch everyone next week. (laughs) Next week.